Welcome to Sovereign Self, weaving spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Your host is Zofia Renea Morales. We'll discuss and show you how you can achieve the highest potential in your life through divine wisdom and really live. Now, here is your host, Zofia Renea Morales. Welcome back to another episode of Sovereign Self. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and I am super excited to be here today because I have an amazing panel of people with me today, and we are going to discuss retooling your income and starting your own spiritually guided business because many people have ended up in a bit of a financial pinch because of the COVID. And a lot of times these situations are actually urgings from our soul to step out and do something different, to do something bold and to move in a different direction. And we can sit on the couch and be depressed or we can get up and we can do something. Uh, and you know, just because you've sat on the couch depressed doesn't mean you can't shift into something different. So I'm very excited to have my panelists here with me today. Our first panelist is Sharon Hill. She holds a bachelor's in business administration and also an MBA from Winston-Salem State University. She brings 15 years of training, management, and sales experience to the table. She has her own life coaching practice called It's All About You Life Coaching. And she's married and is the proud mother of 10, count them, 10 children, four girls, six boys. So if you've been using your kids as an excuse, uh, Sharon can help you with that mindset. <laughs> Aniston is our second panelist, Aniston Rixtons, and she's spent over two decades building luxury and global brands and now has a passion for helping individuals create their own brand in life. She's now a transformative, there we go, spiritual teacher and a mentor for entrepreneurs and individuals. She's a master at catalyzing you from the stuck into the inspired action that is aligned with your ultimate vision and purpose. Aniston is the co-founder of InPower University and also the co-founder of the Divine Awakening Space, a spiritual lifestyle brand. And speaking of co-founders, this brings us to our third panelist because we have her co-founder here with us. Uh, our latest guest is her partner in Love Life Business and the co-founder of InPower University and Divine Awakening Space. Rudy Rickstens has spent the last 20 years coaching and building highly successful teams. He's created four startups before the age of 30 and has a passion for both people and business. He's highly regarded in the coaching community for the positive personal financial impact he provides clients curating a personalized plan for coaching members to step into their full power with freedom, abundance, and joy. Welcome, panelists. I'm so excited to have you all here. Hi, Sophia. Thank you. Hi, Sophia. Thank you. Hello, Sophia. Thank you so very much. Yay. So we've got a few questions that were submitted before the show, and I will mention out there to all of you in listener land that we would love to hear from you. There is a phone number if you're catching us on Facebook that's in the post. And if you're not catching us on Facebook, grab your pen and paper because I'm about to hit you with the phone number here. <laughs> the phone number is one. 866-472-5795. That's in, if you're in the U.S., 866-472-5795. Call us up and hit us with your personal income challenge. And we are happy to provide some insight personally directly to you 
you are brave enough to pick up the phone and call. And as Oprah said, you get in life what you are brave enough to ask for. So if you need assistance, I invite you to step into your courage and ask. So ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> um, I know one of the first things that people start asking when they've moved into a, a spiritual space, um, we tend to step into it with an understanding that what we do can actually serve pretty much anybody in the world. Um, so it, it makes it hard to do this thing called niching down that people talk about in, in business. So I don't know who wants to take a slap at this first, but we might want to discuss what niching down is <laughs> and why it's important. Sharon. Well, I actually have this challenge myself. Um, I am, again, a mother of 10, and I had a full-time job, and I also have a life coaching practice. But I was also a life coach for each and every situation that I could do. And I talked with a business coach, and he was telling me, he said, Sharon, what gives you passion, though? You are very talented, and you have a lot of skill to coach any situation. But what actually lights you up on the inside and what gives you joy when you coach that particular thing? Yeah. And, and it me, gives me goosebumps when you ask that question. It's like, woo, yeah. <laughs> and so for me, it was family because to me, family was broken in so many ways. And I really get a lot of joy in telling my stories of how I was able to you know, be able to cultivate a life of <laughs> being a mother of 10 and a wife and a daughter and all the other titles that we wear as people and still have a business. And I decided that what gives me so much joy was care coaching marital people, people who are interacting with each other and fall in and out of love and how they can still have a powerful relationship when that happens. And I was so excited because I finally found a niche that I had a lot of experience with, mm -hmm. in addition to having a lot of um, excitement about, because to me, family is important to success in the spiritual world as we're living in it. So I was able to impact the world just by narrowing down what I coached, which was family and relationships. And but how I, did I was, how did how did that shift your business for you when you narrowed down like that? Well, actually, it was quite intriguing because of COVID nineteen and everything being on Zoom and online. I was able to coach groups of couples as opposed to the one on one that wore me slap out. When I tell you them one on one coaching sessions, <laughs> and you have a lot of business and people are calling, and I didn't have time for family, and I didn't find uh, some what I call balance until I started coaching groups. Beautiful. Rudy, I think you had something you wanted to kick in on this niching question. I first and foremost wanted to say Sharon uh, should get an award. Okay. I would <laughs> second that. <laughs> Balancing life, COVID, 10 children, you're doing it with grace and ease. My wife and I are doing it with two, meaning we can split them 50-50. And I will tell you, there are some hard days where we come at two o'clock and we're like, is this ever going to end? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Can you imagine multiply by five? <laughs> oh my gosh. So I just wanted to add to something that Sharon said so incredibly beautifully is that, you know, when you are trying to, to niche down anything in life, especially whether it be a passion, a passion you're trying to turn into a business, we enjoy a lot of aspects about things that we do, but what we should do is not necessarily just what lights us up. It's what people keep coming to us for. And when you find people always come to you to ask you marital related questions, or people always come to ask you business strategy, or people always come and ask you for something because they feel good and they turn around and they say, wow, you know what? I really enjoy this side of this, or I really get a lot of value in this when you do this, whether that is a physical product that you're selling, whether you are coaching someone, whether you want to start a business, whether you want to have a service and it's spiritually based. It does, I just mean you really have to start paying attention to how do people interact and what is the tactic feedback that you get outside of the passion that you hold. Yes. Because you Well, know, I love that because when you pay attention to that, they're actually reading the label on the outside of your bottle because what they're coming to you for is a brilliance that you haven't recognized in yourself yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Aniston. And um, just to add on to that, I think from a perspective of uh, from a more just more of a business perspective, it is impossible to speak to your ideal client if you are speaking to everyone, mm-hmm. and and it really waters down all of your marketing, all of your messaging, and you will feel it energetically. You will feel just kind of a little bit like I don't really know. Like you'll get on a sales call or you'll get on a call. And you won't even really know what you're selling because you're just talking about so many things. People are just like, they're just spoiled for choice, but then they don't actually know what you, what you specialize in. So my advice would be speak to the person, the person. And oftentimes it's someone that is going through something that you've been through yourself. You've been in their shoes. You can literally turn around and say, Hey, I I know what you're, where you are. Let me help you through it. And I'm not just talking about service-based businesses also with product-based businesses. You can do the same thing. So I would just say, speak to that in your messaging so that when they hear it or they read it, they're like, Oh my gosh, she's speaking directly to me. It's like, she just read my mind and they will be raving fans of yours. And then from there you will get other, you will get other clientele. Um, but I, I do think the more specific you can be, the better. Yeah, I, I like that. But I, I'm going to put out here the, the next question, because this is the next thing that comes up, um, especially when you're dealing with a really heart-based entrepreneur. It's like, I don't want to leave anyone behind, right? <laughs> you know, I, I, I help people fix their lives. And so it, it doesn't matter if they were in a car wreck or if their marriage blew up or their career has completely spun on its head, I can help them in all three areas. What do you do when you're in that circumstance where it's like, you know, I've, I've got a wealth of choice here and a depth of experience in all these places because my life has blown up in these different ways. So who has wisdom on that? I see Rudy's down there going, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let me yeah. add it. <laughs> I, I wanted to add something because I always believe that in life, you, you learn in the moment what you most need to teach. Right. And so right. you learn as you need to teach it. And so I had recently hosted some uh, online event and I had hundreds of people show up. I want to say just over 200 people show up uh, nice. or at least registered. I don't know how many people logged on, but at the end of it, I got probably about 10 or 15 emails from people saying, 
it was amazing. Thank you so much for all the information, but nobody was interested in taking that information further because I hadn't focused in enough on one area. I gave information, moved on, gave more information, moved on, gave information, moved on. And I think there was incredible value there, but I was doing a disservice for everyone by trying to service too many people as opposed to focusing Mm -hmm. on one. And so that was a hard lesson for me to learn because I realized that I wasn't doing myself any favors, but more importantly, I wasn't doing the people I was trying to serve any favors. And so I think it is important to focus in. Yeah, exactly. Well, and I've noticed that it's very easy to get into a situation where you overfeed them, the people that you're working with. And there's so it's like they've been to Thanksgiving dinner and then you're like, okay, so what do you want for breakfast in the morning? And they're like, I I can't even think about breakfast right now, right? So Aniston, what would you have to say to somebody in this situation? I, well, A, I feel your pain because it, I think that that is our natural as human beings. Like we, especially when you get into that point where you've worked on yourself and you're ready to turn it around and help other people, which is the natural progression, you know, it's <laughs> like we, you go through something and, and we naturally then want to turn around and teach it and, or, or create a product to help other people through the same thing. And it's a beautiful process, but I would say that I believe that there is something so much deeper than just like, I don't, I don't believe in random circumstances. I don't believe that your clients are just a, a random lottery drawing of people that just happen upon you. I think that when you, you know, when you're creating your website and you're creating your messaging and you're starting to figure out what it is that you're going to offer and that you start, you, you, you actually come at it from a really like a place of like, I want to serve, you will notice the people that are coming to you are going to be uh, energetically very aligned with you and that they will be, it's like exactly what you have they need. And so a, I would say, get out of your head about it because (laughs) truly you're overthink. Sometimes we just overthink, we overthink and we think, Oh, we need to, we need to appeal to the whole world. Well, my gosh, if the whole world showed up on my doorstep and said, I want to work with you, I'd freak out. <laughs> I'd be like, there's no, no possible way. There's no. not enough Aniston to go there around. There are yeah. billions of people on this planet, billions. And I guarantee you there's a good, you know, 10, 20, 50, 100, maybe even a thousand people who, who can benefit from what you have to say specifically that, you know, you can't handle capacity wise, you wouldn't be able to handle that much more. So it would be better for you as we were talking about in the last question to really hone in on what lights you up what you feel at the moment is so important and impactful that if you were sitting in a restaurant and you, someone was sitting next to you having a conversation about a topic that you, you would not be able to stop yourself from saying, excuse me, I, I, I overheard your conversation. I just have to say something. That's, that is that burning desire to share. That's your ticket right there. Okay. Fabulous. Sharon, what do you have to share insight wise for those who want to serve everybody? (laughs) I don't want to leave anyone behind. (laughs) I promise you, Aniston, you nailed it. Um, That was so me. So I I totally was like, oh gosh, she's talking to me. She's talking to me. That question was me. And what I realized was um, there is just such a assignment in my spirituality that I, it, once I stop thinking about trying to serve everyone and allowed who I needed to serve to come forth and just be the servant, um, whoever I'm able to serve, I found 
that I was still able to serve the people I was supposed to. And my service is not necessarily for everyone. So it, even though we have the heart to want to serve everyone, I just felt in my spirit that Sharon, you know, who you are supposed to serve, they're going to come. You just have to be the prepared person, make sure you get yourself out there. Cause it's almost like this, when somebody wants steak, guess what? They want they, steak. They Googling steak. <laughs> they like, yeah. uh, I want to Google steak cause steak is what I'm wanting. And believe me, if I'm steak for you, I'm gonna be the best steak you've ever had. So that's my take on it. I love that. I I think it helps for me to remember that there is somebody out there for everyone. I don't have to be the answer for everybody who's out there. Thank heavens, there, there are Sharons and there are Anistons and there are Rudys and many other people around me who are perhaps more divinely aligned. <laughs> and so I find for myself that that is a helpful thing to remember when I get in my head about, well, and I should be talking to these other people too. So we are coming up on the break here. And I think I'm just going to tease that when we come back, I want to talk about what is kind of the minimum you need to have in place to be able to open your doors and say, I'm, I'm in business, come find me and uh, hang with us. We'll be right back from the break. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Go to TellZofia, that's T-E-L-L-Z-O-F-I-A dot com. Drop me a quick note and let me know. How has this show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That's TellZofia.com. Your opinion is critical in informing where I take the show next. Thank you so much and live soul first. Inner Realm is a free monthly holistic health magazine that promotes total health and wellness of body, mind, and spirit. We're a much-loved community resource for both alternative and traditional healing. We're in our 24th year of educating our readers about innovative therapies aimed at stress reduction, emotional healing, diet modification, energy healing, body movement therapies like yoga and tai chi, and so much more. Restore your soul, find your balance, and elevate your life with Inner Realm. Find us at innerrealmmagazine.com. Get Unchained. Tune in every Monday for Jane Unchained on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Featuring nationally recognized, best-selling author, TV journalist, and social media influencer, Jane Velez Mitchell. This program takes you inside a trending lifestyle that's the next wave of human evolution. It all starts on your plate. If you want to revolutionize your life, get happier, more energized, then discover the secret. Tune in to Jane Unchained Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. 
we'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thank you for hanging in with us through the break. This is Zofia Renea Morales, and I'm here with my amazing panel. I've got Sharon Hill Withers, Aniston Blair Rixton, and Rudy Rixton's with me today, and they are all independent business owners. They've been self-employed for many years, got a wealth of understanding in how business runs, how marketing works, and how all of this stuff comes together. And so we're picking their brains today about retooling our income and, you know, looking at really bringing our heart-centered business forward and into the world during this time of COVID when the world has said, you know what, <laughs> reset. So before we went on the break, I promised that we were going to unpack what is it you really absolutely need to have in order to go into business and start making that first dollar, because a lot of us are feeling a lot of pressure right now. The unemployment benefits have run out. The spouse hasn't found any work either. The, you know, the mortgage is past due, the landlord's threatening eviction. So how, how do we get from where we are? To that first dollar, what do we really need? And I think I want to start with Aniston because she was holding forth over the break. <laughs> I was like, let me tell you about this. I'm gonna fill this one in. <laughs> I could I could stand and preach on this topic. Okay, so I think that before you know, when you get an idea or, or even worse, if you feel like you're to a place where you're forced into it, which is obviously never the ideal. Um, avenue to go into business for yourself. Because ultimately when you're going into business for yourself, you're signing up to work for life because the work never stops, but it needs to be something that you're really passionate about. And so the big thing I think before you even get into, you know, before you even get into the dynamics of how much money do I need to put into Facebook and into all of these things? Because if you go online, even for an hour, you, I guarantee you will be taken down a rabbit hole of just overwhelm of like have great ah. shiny business objects everywhere. Yes. <laughs> you need but, a website and you need a business card and you need a scheduler and you need emails and email providers. And yes, it is way more simple than you think in terms of getting started. And it is very possible to start very minimally and then fund your growth, like fund yes. as you scale and especially in, in COVID times, I think that's really important. So I would say, you know, first things first, you've got to really figure out what it is that you're selling. You've got mm -hmm. to, so you have to understand it. You have to believe in what you're selling. You need to start embodying the energy of this person that you are putting out into the world. And that honestly, I will tell you is the biggest hurdle to get over because imposter syndrome is real. Okay. Oh, <laughs> like it yeah. happens and it happens to all of us because you start and you're like, who am I to start this business? I don't even know whether you're a coach or you're, you're, you know, you're starting a retail operation. So once you have that down, really it's about connection. So you have something you, that you want to offer. You need to connect with clients that could be through online. It, obviously that's a way to reach the entire world. We are blessed to have the internet, believe it or not. Because yes, we can it used people. to be a lot harder. <laughs> you need to think of it that way. Like this is not yeah. a scary place. This is just a, a place of opportunity. It's a, it's an opportunity for you to connect with people all over the world. And so then you need to think, okay, 
where are my people hanging out and how can I reach them? And it doesn't have to be that hard. It doesn't even have to be something you pay for. It could be a matter of you joining some online groups. It could be a matter of you going for a walk in your neighborhood and you starting to talk about what it is that you're doing. And what we were talking about over break is that oftentimes we can avoid actually starting our business and fully putting ourselves into it. And instead, busy ourselves with the the marketing piece and busy ourselves with all the things because we think we need to have everything in order before we start. And that is false. You have to start before you're ready. And that is the key. You've got to start before you've got everything figured out because what you think you're going to sell might not be what you wind up selling. Because mm-hmm. as you, it, clarity does not come in in action. Clarity comes only when you are acting with courage and when you commit. So yes. I'll let the other panels I, talk about that, but that's- I, I love that. I love that. So let, let's move into Sharon. Sharon's over here nodding her head really hard. <laughs> I promise you, I had no idea that getting started in a business can be as simple as doing something that you have been doing without getting paid and then have someone offer you $300 that you was like, oh, I I don't know how to take this. Like, why are you offering me money? (laughs) In other words, something as simple as you have a mouth or a communication card if you're mute Mm -hmm. and you are able to do what you say you're able to do so good that somebody wants to pay to see you do it again. It was so simple. And for me, when I say we're getting up to the point where I was so afraid to talk to, to I was just like, okay, I'm good one-on-one. I'm good one-on-one. Like I can talk to you like you're my best friend. We can talk one-on-one. But when it came to more than one person, I didn't know what to do. I would freeze. And then I started to realize that Sharon, all you have to do is act like you're talking to one person and they're asking you questions that you didn't even, you know, people just walk up to you and say, are you a counselor? Now, how does that happen when they don't know you, you're walking down the street and they say, are you a counselor? Well, there's a vibration that happens in the world Mm -hmm. and who you are shows up for you where people will stop me in the grocery store and say, are you a pastor or do you do any counseling? And I'm going, Absolutely. As a matter of fact, I do. (laughs) As a matter of fact, I do. So something as simple as starting a business called having a mouth. And if you aren't able to speak, have a card that talks about what you do and being willing to talk about it because a stealth business owner don't get paid. If don't nobody know you're in business, you can't get paid. And then at least have a price for what you're selling. Even if it ain't but $2, say something. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And a way to take payment, PayPal, super simple. Absolutely. So at least from the basic, basic, what do I do? Until you start getting money in your business to be able to do some of the other things we've heard about as far as marketing and strategizing and, you know, having a platform to be able to have a website, et cetera, et cetera. Really and truly. And this is from a mother with 10 kids. When I say money was tight, I knew how to make a dollar hollow. I bet you did. (laughs) I have a whole bunch of money available. But what I did have was a mouth. I had passion and belief in what I was doing. And people started to give me money to do it. But I had to at least know how much I was worth. So when I did give them a price, they were willing to pay it. So if you're going to sell anything, whether it's a product or a service, you do need to know your price. 
So when you get asked, how much is that? You have an answer. That was the only thing I didn't have at one point was an answer. And I had to figure <laughs> right. it. But once I gave him an answer, guess what? I got a credit card. I got a there check. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Rudy, why don't you weigh on this for us a little? I, uh, I, I want to put this into perspective for all your listeners. Um, you know, I've had a thriving coaching practice now for almost seven years. And I still do not have a PayPal account. If anyone wants to pay me with a PayPal, I'm like, um, Aniston has one. And I, I get it from her. <laughs> <laughs> also do not have business cards. And, and so don't get caught up in the nitty gritty because it's not important. Most of your clients, when you start in anything, it's always going to be word of mouth. Well, and I'm going to talk about something that's really important. And this is my wheelhouse. And that is mindset. There are three things that really need to fundamentally happen before anybody goes into business. I believe before anybody goes into any commitment in life itself. But if you think about starting a business, getting a job, going on a date, any area of your life that's going to hold a level of importance to you. You need to do three things. One, you need to be able to make a commitment. One, I'm going to show up. I'm going to be ready. I'm going to be prepared. When you make the commitment to do something, I am starting a business. I am going to be seen. I am going to use my voice. I'm using my passion, whatever that is. The universe starts to show up. They start to bring people. They start to form connections, but the commitment starts first. And then your mindset needs to be prepared that you are going to be met with success. You've got to do things that set you up in an area of success, not going and saying, I'm going to kind of start a business and hopefully it's going to work. I'm going to start a business. It's not about whether I have PayPal or whether I have a business card. It's about what is it that when I am connected with who is going to potentially be a client or someone I'm going to work with, that I'm showing up, I'm ready, and I'm committed to creating in service the best I can for them in that moment. And not focusing on, does every single letter of my website look fantastic before I go and get started? And then I want to add the third thing. And the third thing Sharon said earlier, but she said it so beautifully that everybody may have missed it over that beautiful smile. She said something that I think is probably the most profound message that can be conveyed through this interview. And that is allowing. And she said it right before the break. When you get out of your own way and you allow people to find you, you allow situation, circumstance to connect with you. That is a, a huge mindset shift because people are trying. Oh, I'm trying to create this. I'm trying to create that. Oh, I need the perfect website. I need the perfect brochure. I need to get the right stock. And it's more saying, I am here. I am showing up. I've made a commitment. I am ready to be successful as best I can. And I'm going to allow God to bring me who needs to be of service where I can help, where I can grow, where I can help other people lead and grow. And I think that's really where the magic happens. Yeah, exactly. And I think many of us get distracted by bright, shiny objects or ha or worse yet, um, mind structures that are like, well, no one will take me seriously if I don't have a business card or if I don't have a website or if I don't have a, a whatever, a PayPal account or what have you. Uh, and the truth of the matter is people are much more impressed, I find, by how you do that thing you do than by any of that other crap that the world tells us is so very important. And in fact, I, I spent three years or something working on a website because I was convinced I needed to have a website. And in the meantime, what I had was a, a calendar scheduler. That was it. And it acted, as my, it acted as a scheduler and my shopping cart. And it was also like my email delivery service because I, I'm not an in-person person, I'm a virtual person. So I do have to have a little minimal tech and so forth. I got Acuity scheduling, I got it set up and I spent three years building out a website that no one visits. <laughs> and I've done fabulous with my $15 a month Acuity. 
none of that other stuff mattered. (laughs) Just really quick before we kind of move on from this question too, for those that are looking for a little bit more of the nuts and bolts, all I can say is right now, again, we live in such a fabulous time that people are really starting to recognize the gifts that they have, their talents, abilities that they've gained, and they're sharing it with the world and they're doing it virtually and in a way that's very affordable for people. So if you're stressed about, but I'm not techie, I don't know how to build a website. I can literally point you to a handful of guys on Fiverr who can build you a beautiful website in like two days for under 50 bucks. I mean, it's, you know, you don't need, you need maybe a landing page, one page that just has, this is who I am. This is what I do. This is how you contact me. Yeah. The you end. don't, you don't even need that. I, no. What I had was a, a, a schedule with me page. It's yep. like, you can get your appointment here, put your credit card information in. We'll put you on the calendar. There you go. And super, super easy to set up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I love that. Let's see what else is on our list down here. Oh, 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 oh. Um, you mentioned something, Aniston, I would like to kind of swing into that because you said imposter syndrome is a thing. And I, yes, absolutely. It is a thing. So how do we get out of imposter syndrome, especially if we're relatively new to what we're doing, if we haven't been coaching very long or, or whatever our brilliance is? Um, so I think the easy, well, first of all, it's, it's a hundred percent natural. And I think that's almost sometimes even the biggest hurdle is just to realize you're not alone and that every single person from the person who's just starting to even, you know, when you read interviews from CEOs and, and billionaires, they still suffer from imposter syndrome, but you have to realize that you don't, you know, I like the saying that I heard once, um, that God doesn't call the qualified God qualifies the called and that oftentimes it's in every single step we've taken that we have been prepared for this for way longer than you give yourself credit for. You've been prepared just because you maybe weren't sitting in a classroom, you know, in, in a traditional educational setting, life has prepared you in every interaction in every conversation in every job that you've had and every relationship that didn't work. Like there was a reason for every single thing that happened. That's prepared you. You have everything that you need right now in order to turn around and help somebody else or provide that service that you're being called to do. So that was, that's one thing I would say first, the second thing. And one thing that really helped me was, um, was to be that. So for instance, I, I knew that I was being called to be a spiritual teacher. I knew that it was being called to be a mentor and a coach, and it will always feel like you are an imposter until you actually just start doing it. And you don't have to necessarily be doing it in a formal setting or be doing it in a way that you're getting paid, but it's in the way that you show up. It's in the way that you show up in your conversations with your kids. It's in the way that you show up with conversations with anybody and just start being that person and, and surrounding yourself with other people who are also wanting, that's the other thing is, and is who are also have the same goals as you, or have the same desires as you, because the more that you spend time with these people, you start to resonate at the same vibration energetically, you will start to embody it. And, and that's when the alignment really happens. And when people can start to pick up from you that, wow, like you, like, just like Sharon said, people coming up to her out of nowhere saying, wow, you must be a coach. You must be a pastor because it is literally emanating. We do not attract what we want. We attract what we are. So until you become that, it will not work. 
And I hate to say it that way, but until you become what it is, we all, cause we can't fool energy energetically. We always yeah. know what's going on. Well, and here's, here's one of the interesting things, right? Because I do these kinds of mind shifts with people, with clients. Um, you don't have to have had that experience personally within yourself to be able to understand what that vibration is. Okay, so if you're releasing this idea that I don't know enough or I'm, I'm too new, no one will want to work with me, um, you can borrow the vibration from somebody else. So if you know someone who is a very confident, skilled coach, you can look at their energy, look at their vibration. How do they approach things? What do they say? How does that feel? And try that on for yourself personally. If you haven't actually had that experience yet, you can borrow somebody else's. <laughs> Sharon's over here nodding. What, what do you have for the people who are kind of new on their path? Well, I'm telling you, um, in, in my business, it is such, um, a lot of times it's so, yeah, it's just getting to the realization that when the word connection was used, when you're connected, when you're connected to your energy, when you're connected to what you're supposed to do, it's so, I, I hate to use the word easy, but sometimes I made it harder than it really was. I was so in my head about sharing, you have to do, you have to do, you have to do. And I didn't realize that if I, just like uh, Rudy said, if I just allowed and then did what I'm supposed to do when the allowing starts to happen to me, it was easier than trying to make something happen. Anything that was upstream for me, I had to get to the point where I said, you know what, if it's upstream, it's something I shouldn't be doing. If it's downstream, if it feels good, then that's where I need to spend my energy. That's where I need to marinate. That's where I need to frequency. That's where I need to just be in that flow of ease and almost effortlessly. And once I get there, I mean, just like right now, I just had an offer to come speak in Africa. I don't know anything about Africa, but people started to call me. They, they heard from this person that heard from this person. And I apologize about the background. <laughs> I have a whole house full of folks that don't understand when you're on the radio station. You need to be quiet. <laughs> but anyway, um, so I have people that are sourcing me for different things. Now, I promise you, I am not advertising. I am not doing anything. But the, the universe is responding to my energy. The universe is responding to my desire to serve. And it's happening. So I'm allowing it. It's happening. People are talking. And I promise you, it's just as simple as, like uh, I think as Anderson said, being believing, believing what you're doing, believing what you're selling, believing what's happening, and allow that frequency to serve you instead of you feeling like you have to do, you have to do. Absolutely. I love that. And on this note, we're, we're fixing to go to break here, but I would like to invite everyone out there, grab your pen, grab your paper, and write down a half a dozen experiences where, where you're in that, I feel good, I feel confident, I, I'm in the flow kind of moment. And then write down half a dozen where you weren't. 
and spend some time looking at, at what, what are the nuances? What's the differences between those two things? And you'll start to identify what your patterns are and what your gifts are and how it all meshes together for you. So hang with us and we'll be right back from the break. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Go to TellZofia, that's T-E-L-L-Z-O-F-I-A dot com. Drop me a quick note and let me know. How has this show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That's TellZofia.com. Your opinion is critical in informing where I take the show next. Thank you so much and live soul first. Inner Realm is a free monthly holistic health magazine that promotes total health and wellness of body, mind, and spirit. We're a much-loved community resource for both alternative and traditional healing. We're in our 24th year of educating our readers about innovative therapies aimed at stress reduction, emotional healing, diet modification, energy healing, body movement therapies like yoga and tai chi, and so much more. Restore your soul, find your balance, and elevate your life with Inner Realm. Find us at innerrealmmagazine.com. Get Unchained. Tune in every Monday for Jane Unchained on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Featuring nationally recognized, best-selling author, TV journalist, and social media influencer, Jane Velez Mitchell. This program takes you inside a trending lifestyle that's the next wave of human evolution. It all starts on your plate. If you want to revolutionize your life, get happier, more energized, then discover the secret. Tune in to Jane Unchained Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thank you for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales. I am here with the wonderful and amazing Sharon Hill Withers, Aniston Blair Rixton, and Rudy Rixton today. And we've been discussing different ways you can retool your income situation, get that spiritually minded business started that you've had in your mind, or maybe it's not even spiritually minded. It's amazing because... A lot of people think, oh, well, if, you, if you're, I'm going to be on your show, I need to you know, be some kind of an energy worker. And no, uh, there are many ways that we serve in the world. And some of them are really mundane, like laundry soap can actually be part of your spiritual mission. So if you're out there going, oh, well, you know, this isn't really for me because I sell widgets. <laughs> no, widgets can actually be a very spiritually minded service. It's all in how you bring the widget out into the world. And on that note, I would like in Rudy to weigh in a little bit on the topic we were discussing before we went to break, which is the whole getting started and imposter syndrome. And how do, how do you start to get out of your own way? 
So I, I appreciate you giving me an opportunity to add in. I, I wanted to just, just really expand very slightly on this. And I feel like this is topic's been covered very well, but for anyone that's at home right now and feels like they want to do something, but they don't feel equipped to do something, I want you to look back at your entire life. Everything that has ever happened to you has prepared you for who you are today. And more importantly, is preparing you for who you're going to be. Nothing has ever happened by mistake. Nothing has happened by default. Everything is always perfect and it's always in the perfect timing. People talk about COVID and I can't wait for 2020 to be over. And this is just the worst year in the history of mankind. No, it's not. It's the greatest year in the history of mankind. Now, I don't want to take away from any suffering or any pain or anything that has come about in 2020. But what I really want to focus is never before in the history of the world, as far as we can actually quantify, has the entire world been shooken and said, take accountability for your life for where it is. Because I will tell you now, I've yet to meet a single person in my coaching program, friendships, family, that wasn't saying before COVID, my life sucks, or I hate this about my life, or I wish I could do this better, or I wish I could leave my job, or I wish I could leave my husband or my wife, or whatever, whatever, whatever. And now they're being forced to go inward to start taking that level of accountability. And so when you look at your life from this perspective, which we've all been forced to do, we start saying, well, you know what, I can make marked improvement here. I can start a business. I really want to take this area. And then to finish answering the question that you actually asked was about the imposter syndrome. Think about it from this perspective. Every single highly qualified person, I mean, somebody that went to school and studied for 10, 15 years to become a brain surgeon, at some point in time, had a cut open a brain for the very first time. And they, at that point, still were doing it for the first time, but they were doing it with everything on the line. And that's life for you and for me and for everybody else. We just have to get up, show up and do the best we can in the moment that we can do it. And then obviously we can pull in all the spiritual tools and hacks, which uh, Zofia had mentioned a little earlier that I thought was just absolutely brilliant by, you know, aligning with the energies of somebody else that's already achieved it to help foster that that, uh, confidence for you. Absolutely. I love that. And I'm I'm glad I could bring that to your toolbox, Rudy. (laughs) I I feel like I'm going to have to cut you checks for royalty checks. (laughs) I I won't say no. So if, if we're new, you know, there are a lot of choices in front of us. What am I offering? We kind of circled around that earlier. Uh, one that we brushed up against, but we didn't actually touch on is if I'm new, how do I decide how to set my prices? I know a lot of people struggle with that. So who wants to take that one on first? Rudy, I, go for I, it. Um... I'm only going to add this in because I think this is really important. I think anything that you're doing in life has to be worth what is your time worth to be able to dedicate to doing that. And if you can come up with a level where you feel confident in your value and what you are adding for that value and looking at it from a service-based perspective, I don't mind if you're a baker or if you're a butcher, if you're a school teacher, if you're a life coach, whatever it is that you do for a living. You get up every single day to do something. And if you get up to do something from a service-based perspective, meaning I want to try and impact and improve the quality of lives of as many people that I can come into contact with, and I feel that based on this standard of living, based on what I expect, I can dedicate so many hours and this is what it will be. If I'm comfortable with that and I know that there's value there, And that wholeheartedly, I believe that there's an equal exchange of energy coming from both sides because I might be the coach in most situations, but I'm learning from 
everyone that I'm interacting with, whether I'm the authoritarian there or not, I think we're always equally exchanging. And so there's always this barter. We're bartering dollars and cents and time, but we're also bartering information and then that equal exchange that I'd mentioned. And so to me, it really is about what is my time worth and is what I am charging worth that amount in value and in energetic exchange. Hmm. So really it's time to sit down with your calculator and go, what, what is my nut <laughs> that I have to meet every month? And then what can I offer that will have enough value to uh, bring that in for me? Is that what I'm hearing? You're nodding. We're on radio. Yeah, you, you know, I, I'm saying yes. Uh, my finger was trying to get to your, your uh, unmute button. Uh, yes, it is. But what I really want to press upon, and I was hoping somebody would stick their hands up because I'm dying to hear what Anderson or Sharon have to add to this. But the biggest thing that I see in, in people is that they sell themselves too short. And so if you look at what is your nut, let's say your nut right now is $2,000 that you need to hit to make your car payment and to make your rent. And then you've got a little bit of money for noodles and you're going to be okay. That's not setting the benchmark very high. You know, you could be a multimillionaire based on the value that you offer. But if you don't believe in yourself and you don't believe that your time and your energy is worth it, then I'm not saying everybody should come up with an idea and then all of a sudden start charging, you know, excessive amounts of money for their time. But they have to also sell themselves based on the quality of life that they want to live based on the value of what they're offering, making sure that it is an equal fair exchange. Mm, okay, Aniston, let's, let's hear your take on this. <laughs> So again, it's a tough, it's a, it's a common question. And it's one that we all who are anyone who's going into business has to come up against. So there's a couple of things I want to say. Number one, and this is going to be a little bit more targeted. I apologize to service-based businesses. Okay. So the coaches, healers, spiritual teachers, um, anyone offering a certain, it could be an attorney as well, but you have to keep in mind, they are not buying you. They are buying an end result. And so when you start trying to put value on, well, I am worth this much. I am worth that much. You need to stop doing that. And instead you need to say, okay, so through my coaching or say, for instance, with Sharon, so through Sharon's coaching and she is, you know, coaching a couple, right. And, and, and is saving, helping to facilitate them to heal and save their marriage. What is that worth? Like, what is that worth over a lifetime? Not just to mention, what is that worth right now? Yeah, so just, you, just in avoiding the divorce fees, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I know that when I'm coaching my clients, like they're, again, I mean, you got to get out of your own head because you are facilitating. You are holding a space for someone to come and say, okay, to declare I'm committing, finding, and, and money is just a symbol. Money is just an energetic symbol of, of a transaction of like, this is what I am committing to for myself. It's almost like putting a stake in the sand for the universe and saying, I'm serious because I'm willing to invest in this, right? We put so much emphasis on, on the actual physical money and dollars and, and, and the reality is it's really all just energy. And so it's about where do you want to put your, your energetic currency in? Okay. And when you do that, then you are much more likely to succeed because you you're, you have some skin in the game. You see what I mean? So mm-hmm. there, so you are not doing anyone a favor by not charging for your services. In fact, I would say you are doing them a disservice because you're going to make it very very easy 
for them to sell out on themselves or to not, to not make it to the end because they would not be coming to see you if this was something that was easy for them to do just overnight. Right. Yes. And we've all had those things. No one, no, I don't think anyone gets off without having an issue that is, is, is hard for them to go through. And so I think that we all come to a point in our lives. I know for me, uh, when I finally did hire a coach, I was like, okay, wow. Wow. Okay. I can see why, how this is such a powerful relationship because I was able to move forward so much quicker than I would have, if I was doing it on my own. And so mm-hmm. I, I think that that's really important to keep in mind with the whole, you know, what are they buying and what are they going to get? And then also keeping in mind that then when people pay, they pay attention. Yes. And that was a shift that I did very early in my business. I decided early on, I was not going to get stood up And one of the ways I made sure that my calendar was full of people who were going to show up was you prepaid to have my time. You prepaid to be on my calendar. And initially when I did it, I'm like, oh my God, I'm not going to get anybody. And you know what? My calendar is now full of people who pay money to show up. And it's a beautiful thing. It serves me and it serves them. Yeah. So I I echo that, Aniston. (laughs) Sharon, what is your take on this? I, I'm going to give you like a minute and a half. Oh, you! I don't even need that. I have one story and it's short. I was asked to speak to over 500 people because I did not know what a typical speaker gets paid. I only charged them $150. Every other speaker on the panel was getting over $3,000. And the only reason how I knew that was because they sent me the balance of the $3,000 in the uh, mail because they said there is no way we cannot pay you at least what everybody else is getting paid. So that story alone should let you know. <laughs> there you go. You add a lot more value than you believe you do. So <laughs> step out there. Okay. We're down to our last like two minutes. And so wow, I've got so many. I We may need to do another one of these and January because, oh my God, I've got so much more stuff here to discuss. Um, So in our last two minutes, what I'd like you to answer is, if I were to go back and start my business today, the one thing I would tell my former self is, okay, so you each get 30 seconds. Rudy. I am worthy. I I would go back and tell myself I'm worthy and I'm ready and that I should have started 20 years ago. Okay. Aniston, what would you tell your former self? That stop waiting to think that you're going to have it all figured out before you start actually acting and doing and and moving forward, because you will never have it all figured out. Every day is a new adventure and you're going to continue to grow and learn and grow and learn, but you have to start. That's the key. You have to start. Yeah. Because you can't figure it all out before you get there. Mm -mm. Sharon, what would you go back and tell your former self? I would say self and myself would say, huh? And I would say, jump off the cliff and grow your wings on the way down. Just jump and grow your wings on the way down. Oh, that's a scary thought. But you know what? A bunch of us have been shoved off the cliff. So let's get to growing some wings, shall we? (laughs) 
<laughs> now we've got this amazing panel of people with this depth of business experience. And some of you may be out there going, I want to talk to these people some more because I need a sounding board. I need a coach who can walk me down this road, who can help me over these mental blocks, which really even shouldn't be a thing. Um, so if you're in that space, I invite you to go out to sovereignself.media. And the contact information for each of these amazing individuals is out there. Go ahead and reach out to them. And I know they will be more than happy to serve you in whatever way benefits both of you to the best of outcome, the best possible outcome. Isn't that what we're all here for? <laughs> and thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, blessings. Be well. And until next week, go out and live soul first. Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Sovereign Self can be heard live every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Please join host Sophia Renea Morales again next week, right here 